Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to Chumbacasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Talk with Jiggy right now at 267-22-JIGGY or email JiggyJaguar at JiggyJaguar.com. Hell of a deal today. It is the world famous Jiggy Jaguar radio program. We've got a great guest waiting for us on the telephone, and uh, but before before we go to our guest, <laughs> let let me address a couple things that uh, have taken place the last couple days. There's there, there there's been a few folks on the internets, on the social media, who have decided that they are going to try to bring me down and bring this program down and all of our outside interests. Well, I got news for you, boys <laughs> and girls. I'm bulletproof. I have had many people in the past try this. I have had people with 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 entire cities behind them uh, prosecuting me for my First Amendment freedom of speech, and I have and I beat them. So you guys are nothing. Uh, we are going to go to our guest and uh, chat with them here in just a few seconds. Uh, go ahead and give us a brief introduction on yourself and how can we find you online and all that pertinent information before we get started with the interview here. My name is M. Lachi. I am a fiction novelist, and my website is mlachi.com. That's M-L-A-C-H-I.com. And I'm on Facebook, Twitter, YouTube, all the crazy social media that you normally find people. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, uh, you guys are uh, doing some, some pretty cool stuff. And uh, tell us a little bit about how you got started in the writing game, because I know that uh, writing is a is a. We talk to writers all the time on this program. How, why did you decide to write this book, and who was your target audience? I have decided to write this fiction novel. I actually started writing it ten years ago, and finished writing it about seven years ago, and I spent most of the time just trying to get it published traditionally because I was not really trying to self-publish, so I spent uh, a bunch of years trying to get it traditionally published. But my target market, it's more of the new adult market. It's sort of a com- combination between a fantasy and sort of a social political commentary, and it's sort of the new adult market, and people say, well, what's new adult? And it's people older than young adults, you know, that weird thing in between um, young adult is a little too young and adult is a little too adulty. <laughs> it's for new adults and adults, and it's and like I said, it's a it's a new adult fantasy. We've got a uh, great guest with us today here on the line, and um, what inspired you to write this great book? What inspired me to write the book is that I grew up very sort of closed and sheltered, and when I went to college, I ended up traveling to England and spending six months there, traveling to Africa. And I was heavily influenced by English culture and the African culture. And the book is sort of set in feudal, in a feudalistic 
African country, and by feudal I mean F-E-U-D-A-L. So a feudal African country where a young girl tries to transcend her class in order to achieve justice for her people. And major influences were my time spent in England and my time spent in the continent of Africa. You've got a uh, some great, great stuff going on. Um, to, right. to kind of summarize the book in just a few sentences for us. Kind of summarize that for us. <laughs> well, that, that is one of the most difficult questions, you know. So I'm still trying to work on my 30-second elevator pitch. But what I, what I will say is it's, it's about a young girl who transcends her class and assimilates with another class and she tries to help her people, where she's from, to achieve greater things through, she becomes sort of a conduit to help the people within her village and the people where she's from to achieve greater heights. And one of the reasons that it's considered a fantasy is because it's set in sort of a feudal time frame where there are kings, there are queens, there are princes, there are princesses, and there's deep religion and sort of magic within this sort of ancient religion that they hold according to, you know, what is regal status and what your blood means and if there's sort of magic in your blood. So that's pretty much what the book is about without giving too much away. <laughs> We've got the uh, great guest with us today joining us on the telephone. Why do you think that this book will appeal to readers? Well, one of the things that I really, because I'm also a musician, so I'm also a performing artist and a composer. And one of the reasons and one of the things I write about is sort of an underdog struggling to achieve hype. And, you know, I thought it was interesting that you earlier you mentioned before we got started here that you've got some haters trying to take you down. Oh, yes. I yes, indeed. To <laughs> Fun stuff I today. And I really love to write about underdogs that achieve greater heights and kind of um, face off against, like, these giant beasts or these huge oppositions. And I really think that everyone can sort of relate to that because no matter what your position is or where you are from, you always feel like you're an underdog in some way and that you're trying to achieve greater heights. You're trying to prove something and just trying to let people know, hey, you know, no matter what you do or no matter what you say, I'm still going to survive and I'm still going to achieve. That's what my music is about. That's what my book is about. That's what my writing is about. And I really feel that a lot of people can relate to that story. We've got a great guest with us today. Uh, why do you think Why do you think that this, uh, as far as potential readers, who do you envision them to be? Well, I feel like the market is a new adult market. And that sort of market is uh, adults 18 and over. So it's kind of like the 18 plus echelon. And really the book appeals to people of any age group. But I would focus it in on more of the, the new adult market, which is like 18 to 35, especially people who love to read novels, who love to get ensconced in a completely different world, in a fiction world, and to learn new things, especially, I speak a lot about African culture and feudalistic culture in the book. And so one thing I like about fiction books is when a fiction book can teach you a lot about actual, you know, real life and real culture through a fictionalized story. And there's a lot to learn in this book about African culture, especially since today, and when I say African, I mean sort of North African slash Middle Eastern culture. And today there's a lot of people not understanding or realizing a lot of the motivations behind some of these 
some of this class warfare in that region. And so I feel that it'll, it'll appeal to people interested in that topic, you know, interested in that topic since it's a hot topic today, but more specifically, people into reading fiction in the new adult market. So 18 and over, more of like an 1835, but really I feel it's suitable for anyone interested in reading fiction and learning something in a new world. We've got a uh, great guest with us today joining us on the telephone. Now, uh, what makes your book different from others like it? You know, it's so funny because, like I said, I had started writing this book 10 years ago. And the writing market and the flood of books were a lot different back then. Today, a lot of writing is very formulaic, you know, just so that people can fit in genres and sell as much as they can within the genre that they're in. So... You can read a lot of pulp romance. You can read a lot of pulp mysteries. My book sort of steers away from pulp, sort of steers away from the generic beginning, middle, and ending that most readers are used to. My book differs because it really is just kind of like a complete brain uh, creation. It's a very, mm, how do I say it? <laughs> it just kind of slowed out and was not influenced by a lot of the, a lot of the pulp fiction of today, and I feel like that's how my story differs. You get a very gen- a very deep, intense, truly different story that takes you to a completely different world, and, um, and you come out learning something very different. It's just very non-formulaic of what a lot of readers um, are used to from picking up books at like their local book stand today. We've got a uh, great guest with us today. I don't, I, I don't know if I answered that. No problem, no problem, no problem. What do you want readers to take away from your writing? You know, what I kind of want people to take away from my writing is that I try to mix sort of a literary a literary tone with a commercial tone. So, you know, I like it when books really make me feel smart. You know, I, I feel like the, the point of reading is to sort of exercise your mind. I feel that reading is the same as exercise. Reading it to the mind as exercise to the body. And I really like it when a book can make me feel smart without making me feel stupid. <laughs> so uh, I feel that that's kind of what my book kind of gives. I feel like people will take away um, just a, a strong story with some sophisticated writing, yet also like a very conversational story that they can really get into. And uh, apart from that, they can also take away from it some cultural lessons in, you know, African culture and the feudalistic culture of today, like kind of modern-day feudalism that we're not really used to here in the Western world, and seeing it kind of told in a Western light so that it could be easily imbibed by Western culture. We've got a uh, great guest with us today joining us on the telephone. What's the message you'd like readers to get from this book? These are actually some really tough questions, to be honest. I know they sound really, like, simple. <laughs> um, so the message that I would want readers to get from this book is kind of an open-mindedness for the, the difference in culture, like the different cultures that we have today. And, you know, also just the realization that, you know, like I said, this is about a woman who strives to bring two very different classes together in in a deep, in a culture that, you know, isn't very, 
welcoming two strong females. And and I feel that it, it showcases empowerment, not only towards, like, female empowerment, but underdogs in general, like I had said earlier. So it showcases that, you know, even if you're presented with adversity and things you feel that you just really can't handle or can't take down, you still can persevere, you know, with with the right strength and the right inner and the right inner empowerment. You can rise above any obstacle and I feel that this book presents that in in, in a way that readers can definitely feel and definitely understand. We've got some incredible, incredible guests lined up today. We've got one we're talking to right now. It's fantastic. What's next for you as an author, and how can fans reach out to you? What is next for me as an author? Well, I am currently in the midst of a a blog and radio tour, and you can find out more information on that blog and radio tour and more about this book, The Ivory Staff, I go to my website, mlachi.com, M-L-A-C-H-I.com. There you can find out more about the Ivory Staff, and there you can find out more about me. You can also follow me on Facebook slash mlachi author, Twitter slash mlachi author, Instagram slash mlachi author, or you can just Google mlachi and you'll see my face and my book pop up. I'm also on Amazon and Goodreads, so come find me there, leave a review, and I will definitely love you for it. Um... And what else did I want to say? Yeah, I guess that's it. <laughs> I'm, I'm just everywhere you need me. Everywhere you find people, I'll be there. Uh, again, it's called The Ivory Staff, coming out October 23rd through uh, Library Tales Publishing. So come check my stuff out. I will definitely be appreciative. Now, uh, what, what, what's your uh, specific writing style? Your writing my style. Specific writing, my specific writing style. That's an interesting question. I... I tend to, I'm a little, I'm very conversational with my writing, so I, I just, and, but in a mixture with it being kind of literary meets conversational is the type of writing I do, and I'm kind of a vomiter, so I'll just sit in front of my computer, or normally I actually sit in front of a notebook, because I'm old school, I like to write down on a piece of paper, because it makes me feel a little more attached to what I'm writing. But I'll just spit out stories, and I'll just write and write and write and write and write. And then I'll worry about editing, and I'll worry about changing things around later. But it just kind of spews out. So that's not really a writing style, but it is my writing style. <laughs> well, thanks for being with us today. Really appreciated the conversation, and uh, have yourself a wonderful day. Thank you so much for speaking with me, and I had an amazing time. Definitely. Well, we'll talk to you soon. Have yourself a wonderful day. We're going to take a time out and come back with more. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.